0: and welcome back to Parked Car Combos. I'm Maddie Mitchell and I am your host today and always because, well, quite frankly, this is my podcast. So who else is going to host it? Happy Monday. I hope your week is off to a fabulous start. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you had a good weekend that energized you. You got some rest. You're feeling relaxed. You had fun. Maybe you saw your friends. Maybe you had some quality family time. I don't know. I don't know what you did, okay? It's none of my business, honestly, but I just hope you had a great time. And I hope you're feeling good about the week ahead. Anyways, I am so excited for this week's episode. I'm doing a current faves episode, which I had talked about last week. And so I just want to go through all of my favorite. I have a few different categories on here. I have um, TV shows, food, and then miscellaneous. Um, That's just kind of where I'm at personally. But I'm really excited. Also, a couple of quick housekeeping items, if you will. I, tomorrow, so I'm recording this on Sunday, (laughs) this this is going up tomorrow, probably the day that you're listening to this on Monday, I am having Abby Benson-Schwally on the podcast. I'm recording an episode with her that'll go up next week, which I'm so excited about. So real quick, if you happen to be listening to this on Monday morning and you have something specific that you want me and Abby to talk about, go over to the Instagram at parkedcarconvos.pod because you can... I have a story up and you can write it in, in a question box, something that you want us to talk about. I'm so excited to chat with her. She's amazing. If you don't know her, you should check her out on TikTok. Um, I'm so excited for that. So I just wanted to to put that out there. And you should probably just be following the podcast on Instagram anyways, just to stay up to date, just to, you know, stay in the loop. It's linked in the show notes. Also, so many people have been writing reviews on the Apple podcast app and it has been making my entire day. I don't think you understand when I see a new one there it's like my heart is warm and I'm like oh my god that is nice It's like someone took time out of their day to write that that is the kindest thing ever so thank you so much if you have um either written a review on apple Podcasts or given the podcast a rating on spotify or apple I so 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 appreciate it like genuinely um so thank you okay anyways do I have anything else that I wanted to chat about no let's just get into peak and valley of the week my peak this week Oh, oh okay. Okay, this is great. It goes back to something that I talked about last episode. Callback, love that. Um I had said that I had had a call that morning that I was recording, that I was so excited about and I couldn't say anything about it. Hee <laughs> hee, top secret. I did I made a little clip of a video that was used in the Miami Heat schedule promo, which is so insane. If you aren't from the states or you don't know anything about sports which both are valid both are literally so valid um the miami he is like a huge basketball team in miami shocker um and they reached out to me because they had found me on tiktok and i did a little clip for them for their like schedule promo video which was just like such a cool experience to like be working with like a huge nba team like that so that was really cool and that video came out last thursday on their tiktok which was just like a lot of fun And it was just kind of exciting. It was just an exciting thing. So that was my peak of the week. My valley, this is kind of tea. It's not really, but kind of, I guess, on Friday morning. So recording this on Sunday, on Friday morning, it was like 9 a.m. And my parents were leaving. They went on a trip this weekend. And so I was here by myself with my dog. And my parents had like literally just pulled out of the driveway. probably... Five minutes before and it was weird because I feel like a lot of times in the summer when you have like a bad thunderstorm usually that happens like in the afternoon or like the evening and it said on the weather app that it was going to be like thunder thundering and lightning all that jazz at like 9 10 a.m. which is like kind of random but whatever and my dog hates thunder she hates it oh my god my dog just stared at me when I said that she knows what I'm saying she hates thunder so I had given her some anxiety medicine already because I like knew that it was going to be bad and she would hate it so I um my parents had just left it's me and the dog it's so dark outside right and like should be broad daylight because it's 9 a.m. so dark outside it just like keeps getting darker it was like starting to rain it just looked gross out and all of a sudden, my phone starts blaring at me, and so does my Apple Watch. It's like like beeping, and I look down, and it was like tornado warning. Now, this is different. This is so important to note. Difference between a tornado watch and a tornado warning. Tornado watch is when they know that there's going to be a huge difference in – because tornadoes happen um, when there's like a huge difference in the air. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The moistness in the air – so the word is moisture, first of all. Second of all, not a good enough reason to use that word. But that's what happens when it's like really, really nice out. And then all of a sudden it gets like super cold and the air gets really dry. And then all of a sudden, you know, tornado. Um, and I actually have witnessed a tornado in case in case that was like a follow-up question. Like, hey, Maddie, have you ever seen a tornado before? Which is crazy because I live in Massachusetts. And that is not a place known to have tornadoes. But when I was in middle school, I did witness a tornado while I was driving home from a field trip on the highway. It just like... Full twister, full twister cyclone went right in front of my school bus. It was jarring and I don't think I've ever healed from it. Moving on we get so the tornado watch that's what i was saying tornado watch means that they know that there's going to be a drastic change in the weather and that it's like the right conditions for a tornado to happen tornado warning means like it's coming bitch and like get into place so that it was a tornado warning (laughs) it was like keep in mind it's fucking like 9 a.m on a friday which like not that there's a great time for a tornado but like it just seemed so random and um, so I see, and on my phone it's saying like shelter in place, get to the lowest part of your home, like stay on the. I'm sure everyone from the Midwest that's like listening to this is like, okay, grow up. But I was, I was terrified. It was so scary. Um, so I called my parents because <laughs> they had just left, and um, my brother was at work, so he like wasn't gonna be home. And I was like, I cannot, I simply cannot be here by myself in a tornado thank God my parents had literally just left. I called them and I was like, oh my God, did you see that? And my mom was like, yeah, we're coming home. I was like, thank God. So my parents came home like a few minutes later and it just got so dark outside. It was genuinely so terrifying. And I knew it was probably one of those things where like, because tornadoes, they really don't happen here, especially to the extent that they happen in the Midwest where they're like these huge full-blown like twisters that just like are destroying everything in their path. And they were saying on the news too, they're like, that's not what this would be. It would just be like a huge kind of, um what's the word I'm looking for a huge area of like what's the word I'm looking for like an epicenter with really really strong winds and the winds did get up to like 90 miles per hour and it did touch down in a town like two towns away from me so I had the news on I'm standing in the basement because we're supposed to be at the lowest point in your home which my basement isn't like a real basement so there's windows so like that's like not helpful because like you want to be like full underground and I'm only like half underground which like wasn't great I'm with my dog who's like already panicking and then she like senses my fear which obviously isn't helping anything she's getting even more scared and then my my parents and I sat in the basement for like an hour and a half trying to see what was going to happen and we had the news on and the weathermen like granted they're doing their job fully and love that for them but they were scaring the fuck out of me (laughs) they were like this will be this is going to be devastating the damage that will be done will be absolutely detrimental to these communities. Like they were really laying it on thick and I get it because they want people to be more overprepared than underprepared. And if you're really scared that something's going to happen, you're going to like take the right precautions and do everything the right way, which is great. But it was, it was genuinely terrifying. So I just like kept envisioning. And then of course I'm just an anxious person to begin with. Like you, you give me a tornado warning on top of it. I'm done. Like in my head, I'm like, I have fully seen the roof come off of my house. And I am like exposed to a twister, like that is what's going on in my head already. So that was re- that was my valley. That was my valley because it was just like absolutely terrifying for no GD reason. I mean, it was it was for a reason. Like I said, the tornado did touch down, like not too far from here. So that was really scary. Didn't like that. Anyways, <laughs> so many crazy things happening in the world. Because then there's the- there was like a hurricane that was supposed to hit like LA or something. What? That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen in the real world. And then obviously horribly tragic wildfires in Hawaii, which is just so freaking sad. Everything is so sad. The world is sad and I cry myself to sleep some nights. Anyways, let's move on (laughs) to the Ox Song of the Week. You already know what it is. You already know what it is. And it's actually not Taylor Swift or Noah Kahn. So yes, I do in fact deserve a medal. Thank you so much. It's Olivia Rodrigo. She released the second single from her new album that's coming out in september question mark september i think and it was called bad idea right and it is a banger it is such a banger i she really is after listening to vampire and then bad idea right i am like she has such a specific kind of music and i feel like she's just in a league of her own in that sense because i don't know anyone else that's making that kind of music and it is like so oh, it's just so good. It's so catchy. It's such a, it's like such a bop. Like that is the word that I have to use to describe it. Like you just bop along to it and you love it so much. It is a bop. Um, So loving that and loving Olivia Rodrigo always. Also Selena Gomez announced that she has a single coming out soon, which is so exciting. I love Selena Gomez's music. I've I've seen her in concert twice, which is like kind of a lot <laughs> considering she only has like two albums, I think. Right. So love Selena Gomez's music. I'm really excited. No, three albums maybe. I don't know. I'm really excited for her to release more music. And Miley Cyrus has a single coming out soon too. It's just like all so exciting. Um, any current events that we have going on? Let me see. Oh, I had written down the Bobby Altoff Drake drama just because I thought I was going to record this episode like five days ago. So it was like kind of more, more prevalent than, than it is right now, which is like, fine, whatever. I don't care. I'm still kind of going to talk about it. Oops. I just like can't not because here's the thing. I still need to know what happened. And Oh, also I was on a podcast this past week that'll come out today. I believe it's called mutual friends. You should go check it out. It's hosted by Sarah boss. She's also a TikToker and she, um, And I were talking about the Bobby Althoff and Drake drama, and I just am like so confused by it. And I was saying to her, I think it's one of those things where we will just kind of never know the answer, which is so devastating to me because I want to know what, like, I, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I need to know what went on if you've been, if you don't know what I'm talking about at all, Bobby Altoff, I'll give you real quick spiel. You can don't fast forward because I'll make it snappy. I promise. Um, Bobby Altoff is a TikToker who she used my content a lot with her kid. And now she has a podcast and she's had these like huge guests on the most famous being Drake. She had like Mark Cuban on, she had um, a couple of other rappers that I, that are escaping me right now, but she had all these people on and like huge names. And it was, she does them like in character where she's just like super dry person and like doesn't have any sense of humor or like joy. And it's actually so iconic, but the, the clips of her interviewing Drake obviously went viral because it's Drake. And like, when is Drake doing podcasts? Like never. So it was so insane. And then they like became friends and she, mind you was like married with two children, right? She just had her second kid and her and Drake seemed to become friends And then she was at one of his concerts a couple, like last week, she was at one of his concerts, she posted a TikTok there. And that same night that she was at his concert, both of them unfollowed each other on social media. And she deleted all of their interview clips together, like she deleted everything that she had with him, which is insane. Because just from like a business standpoint like those clips were generating so much buzz like I don't know why you would ever delete them like that just seems insane to me and so everyone has been speculating as to like what happened and what made her unfollow him and what's going like what is going on and I just like still need to know I've seen a lot of people say like maybe Drake was being like weird and creepy considering that she is married with children so I'm sure she wouldn't be interested in Drake and that's kind of like the most I don't know. But then it's like, even if something happened to them personally, why would she delete all the clips with him? I don't know. Or it also could be this big PR thing. We don't know. We have no idea. So that's just kind of where I'm at with that, which is unfortunate because I want to know more. I need to know everything, actually, by law. I need to know everything. Okay, let's get into my current faves. I'm really excited for this because um, I just like talking about things that I love. Okay, first section, first, first category is TV shows. First and foremost, The Summer I Turned Pretty, I just finished season two the other day, which spoilers, spoilers. Actually, I don't even know the risk. Probably I'm going to, I'm probably going to be spoiling some things. I loved The Summer I Turned Pretty season one. And then I started season two when like they released the first like three episodes. And then I stopped because they were releasing one episode at a time after that, which is just like so annoying. Give me something more. So then I ended up like binging the rest of it when it came out this past week And, oh my God, this season was kind of weird to me because it was kind of like slow in a lot of ways. It wasn't super, it wasn't like, there wasn't a lot of action going on until like the very end, which I mean, I guess that's not uncommon. But I also thought, I I think I heard on what we said, I think they were saying that the acting this season seemed a little just not what they remembered. And I kind of agree. I kind of agree with that. But that's kind of besides the point. I would like everyone to know that I am very much Team Conrad and I don't understand the appeal of Team Jeremiah in any way, shape or form at all, ever. Um, It's actually, I was talking to one of my best friends yesterday and she was saying that she isn't Team Conrad. And I was like, so you're Team Jeremiah? She's like, nah. So it's like, I don't, don't, and I get that. I get that more than being Team Jeremiah, being Team Nothing. Because what, I don't know. I think Jeremiah is like fully seeking out belly at this point just to kind of not piss his brother off, but to be like, see, I can do it too. Like I can get her too. And I think that's like icky, obviously that's icky. So he's just kind of like ick to me. Um, I'm very much team Conrad, especially if you like at first, like I, there was obviously times this season where I was like, oh my God, wait, but Conrad's kind of an asshole. And like, sure. He definitely, he did some things for sure. But then after seeing the last episode of the season, and seeing like how much Susanna said that like he had been impacted obvious literally obviously by the fact that his mom was dying like yeah duh then I feel like that kind of put it into perspective more and I was like okay actually so true team Conrad forever not that I was ever not team Conrad I need to make that like very abundantly clear the summer turned pretty such great summer vibes it just like feels fun and like lighthearted, but it's also like very serious and kind of sad at the same time, which is just beautiful. And there's so much Taylor Swift throughout the course of that show in a way that can only be described as magical and kind of whimsical. And it just feels so perfect. So absolutely loving The Summer Return Pretty. I'm actually really sad that it's over. Although they did get confirmed for a season three. Although SaG and the Writers' Guild is on strike. So literally who knows when that's. Gonna- we will not see anything new for years potentially. And I'm not feeling good about that as a person who constantly is uh, consuming some form of media. Okay, Ted Lasso, this one, I finished a- I finished it probably a month ago at this point. I was so late to the Ted Lasso train, and so many people in my life had said, like you have to watch this show it is like, you will love it. You will love it. Because I am a sitcom girly through and through. I always have, always, at any given point in time, I'm in the middle of watching some sitcom, always. Currently, it's The Office and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, I always have, because sitcoms are great to have on in the background of doing anything, because you don't really have to pay attention, but they're lighthearted and they're fun and you, like, know all the characters and it just, like, feels good. And Ted Lasso is very sitcom-esque in some ways, but it's also so oh my god it's so well written I don't think I've ever come across a show that's more well written but anyways so many people had told me to watch that show and I really wanted to it was just one of those ones that I like never kind of got around to and sometimes like the idea of starting a whole new show was like oh my god do I really want to do that like why I would much rather just kind of watch every other show that I've ever watched before in my life and I finally started watching it because my family started watching it so we were all watching it together which was so wholesome and I'm obsessed with that show. I am. I think it's one of the best shows genuinely ever. Um, I think it is, like I said, so well written. Like, the, like just the comedy that is written into that show is actually so beautiful. And the entire plot is just so like interesting and intricate. And the characters are so perfect. Like I've never seen characters that I'm like, I love all of them. I love every single character because they're all written in a way that's like, makes them so innately lovable but also it shows all of their flaws and it's so I don't know it's just it's just like that show feels like a hug so if you haven't watched it yet you probably have I'm probably the last person to ever watch it you need to watch it okay next up Love Island UK I watched the most recent season season 10 I believe um I love Love Island I really do because it's so all-consuming because there's so many episodes that are just like for a moment in time just completely takes over your life and I love it I love it and I wouldn't trade it for the world and this season I feel like was actually a lot different than some other seasons they spoiler spoiler if you haven't watched I feel like it's been over for a couple weeks now so if you were gonna watch it you probably already have but there's also something that I like need to get off my chest about this season so I'll get to that in a second but I felt like this season it was kind of different than other seasons I've watched because they really didn't couple up as like quickly as they have in the past I feel like like a lot like they were really just playing the fields they just kept playing the field, and kept like seeing like talking to other people and I feel like in the past there's always like two or three couples that couple up like right away and then they have this like weird kind of like toxic relationship because they're like coupled up but then they're still going to talk to other people and it's just like messy and there was like one couple like that but for the most part everyone was like giving everyone else an opportunity which kind of made it more interesting because it was like who's actually going to end up with who and it just got it was crazy i thought it was a pretty crazy season but my least favorite part and even if you haven't watched the show you will understand this i promise so there was this this certain character who i despise his name is mitchell Okay, literally my last name, he's giving Mitchell a horrible name. He was the, he was the wor- he was simply the worst. Like there's no other way I can put it. He was the worst. And I think a lot of times he was getting like also wait, also back up. One thing I've noticed, this happened last year too when I was watching Love Island UK. I would watch the show and I would have like my favorites and you know, you, you there's certain people that you're like, "Oh my god, I love them. I'm rooting for them." Like, "Oh my god, she's she's great. She's so funny." every single time that I like go on tiktok and I'm watching something about love Island uk the comment section will be like absolutely roasting the people that I love the most like unanimously and it is so shocking to me because I'm like I don't understand why you hate this person so much. like I love her like why do you hate her I love this couple why are you saying that they're like horrible for you? like it is so weird I don't know if it, it's I don't know what it is maybe it's cultural differences people in the uk value different things I don't know because I'm like, wait, she's slaves. Why is everyone hating on her? And I, I truly don't get it. That's besides the point, though. So there's this guy, Mitchell, and he was he was in a weird place for like the first like literal six weeks of the show. No, I think the show only the last six weeks. I don't know. For like the the brunt of it, up until Casa Moore, he had been in like weird spots where he would like like a girl and then she would like someone else. And then he would like like a girl and then she would go off with some other guy. So he just like kind of couldn't catch a break. And it was like we, we should have been feeling bad for him, I feel like, at that point. But even then, he was still being annoying. He was just kind of, he was just always kind of annoying. And he was like funny too. Like he had redeeming moments. But for the and he was also always starting shit. Like he was that guy that was like always starting shit and like would hear something and then would go tell everyone else and like was always starting the pot. And it's like for what? Like you don't even you're not you're not even coupled up yet. Like no one likes you. It's so embarrassing. Anyways, he goes to Casa Moore. And he meets a girl there, Abby, who's great. And they seem to really hit it off. And it was, it was amazing. Okay. So then they come back from Casa Moore. He brings Abby back with, with him. And so she's in the villa now. And the two of them are together for like a week and a half or like two weeks or something. Hitting it off. Totally fine. They seem great. They seem like a really good match. They're not talking to anyone else. Like they're doing well. It's perfect. I'm like, "Oh, good. I kind of like feel like I'm glad for him that he finally found someone." And he was also clearly way more into her than she was into him, like clearly. And all of a sudden this other guy who had been in the villa and had also been kind of like perpetually single for a little bit he showed interest in Abby, his name is Scott. And Abby was like, okay, I'll like entertain this. But she was saying to Mitch, she's like, I'm like still with you. Like you're like definitely my top choice. But I just like, I think she felt bad. And she didn't want to like completely blow this guy off. And her and Mitch had only been together for like a week and a half at that point. So like, okay, sure. So she goes and like has chats with this guy, literally nothing serious at all. They weren't ever like, even getting like cuddly or anything like that. It was so tame. Then all of a sudden a bombshell enters the villa. This girl, I forget her name, Ella. Ella enters the villa and she immediately starts pursuing Mitch. And now it's awkward because like Abby has been talking to this Scott guy, but like clearly said that she wants Mitch like over Scott. And Mitchell has been obsessed with Abby since he brought her back from casa. And all of a sudden he's going and talking to this Ella girl. Then he like keeps going back and forth between who he likes more and this is what really made me hate him because it's like first of all you actual fucking idiot did you forget you're on a television show did you forget all of this is being recorded he would go to Abby and he'd be like no like you know it's you I you know you're the one for me for sure there's no one can replace what we have blah 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 he would literally go to this Ella girl that he met like two days ago and he's like honestly I really fancy you. I really fancy you." I'm not going to lie. You could proper turn my head. I'm not going to lie. That's literally what he said. And so he was saying like completely different things. And he would talk about them to each other. Like he'd be like, oh yeah, Ella doesn't stand a chance. Like it's all you, Abby. Then he would go to Ella and he'd be like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's going to work out with me and Abby. So, and it was so gross. It was so gross. And then Abby ends up going off with Scott because now she's pissed she's like okay screw you and it was clearly something where she was like I don't want to look like an idiot so I'm just gonna go kind of put more of my eggs in Scott's basket so I don't look stupid and then that really pissed Mitchell off and then he was like okay well I like Ellen more than you anyways and he just got gross and like very like very childish like he was just being a child and he was being mean too which was just like not a good look because like you started all of this like it was just weird anyways then Eventually, Abby gets kicked off along with Scott because they had no chemistry whatsoever, which was sad. Justice for Abby, if you know, you know. like I just like I'm like she was such a nice person, and she just got screwed over. But anyways, this was the crazy part. in one of the very last episodes, after Abby's been kicked off and so Mitchell has been with um, Ella for like two days now and he's like acting like they're in love, and I'm like, you need to grow up. anyways. He goes one night and he tells all of the guys, he's like, I'm not going to lie to you. And everything seemed fine with them all day. Like we saw clips of him and Ella. They seemed great. He goes and tells all the guys that night. He's like, not going to lie. Ella seems really fake. Like she's really two faced. She's, she's like, I don't know. I just, I think she's here for the wrong reasons. I really do. And it's like, where the fuck is this coming from? You've just been like obsessed with this girl since she came in. Like, it's so bizarre to me. Then the next day he goes on a date with her and he's like telling her how he's like so obsessed with her and like he wants to be with her once they leave there, blah, blah, blah. Like they have this beautiful date. She gets back to the villa and everyone in the villa has now found out that he said all this shit to the guys the night before. So some of the girls pull her aside and they're like, just so you know, this is what happened. And then this guy has the audacity to be like, that's not what I said. What I said is it felt too good to be true. And so I was scared. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, that's obviously different than saying that I'm two-faced and that I'm fake. And he's like, no, I would never say that. And he literally said that. And then after the show ended, they like rolled the tape and showed her with him, (laughs) with him sitting next to her, showed her what he said, which was you're too, she's two-faced and fake and here for the wrong reasons. And she was like, that's not what he told me he said. And they're like still together now. It's, uh. It's nauseating. Anyways, great season that I just spoiled for you. You should really go watch it though. It's It was a juicy one. Okay, next up is a show that I haven't actually watched yet. Well, I haven't watched the new season. Only Murders in the Building. I'm so obsessed with this show. I loved season one and season two. The third season just came out. I'm not sure how many episodes because usually they do a few at a time, um, but it's on Hulu. If you haven't watched season one and two, you definitely should. It is like, I think that show is, hits a certain pocket in the market that we just need we need more of it's essentially like a classic whodunit it's like a murder mystery but it's also so freaking funny like it's it's um selena gomez and steve martin and martin shore and they're just all hilarious and it's such a it's such a fun and unique show like it's not like any other show that i've ever seen um so i'm really excited to watch season three i just haven't gotten around to it and then lastly i have our planet because Our Planet 2 just came out on Netflix, um, which is, in fact, a wildlife documentary, which is a actual secret passion of mine. I love, I love learning about animals. I love seeing animals. And Our Planet, specifically, is just, like, shot so beautifully. And it's narrated by David Attenborough, which is, like, so fun. And, like, I love that man so much. Um, and you should just watch it. It's very just, like, peaceful. I mean, it is talking about how, like, our entire planet is melting and like we're all kind of doomed but it is so beautiful (laughs) and it's just like so calming and you get to watch all these animals it's just it's it's a really good show you should you should check it out and it's very educational but like in kind of a fun way okay next up we have food currently as actually as we speak I am drinking a um, iced green tea from Panera this is something I used to get all the time when I was in like middle school and high school and then it just kind of like completely fell off my radar and I like stopped because I used to go to Chipotle and I would get Chipotle food food from Chipotle and then I would go right next door to Panera because there was like always a Panera right next door and I would go to Panera and I would get an ice cream tea because that was the best drink and then I just kind of like I said fell off my radar I stopped going to Panera altogether and recently Because there's a Panera right next to my Trader Joe's. I've been going there after I get my Trader Joe's and it is just like the best drink ever. It's so refreshing. It's a perfect like summer drink because it's like fruity and it just like tastes so freaking good. But it's also like not horrible for you because it's like an ice cream tea. I mean, it's definitely not good for you, but um, and it has a little caffeine in it, so you get a little boost. It's like a good, it's a good drink to have at like two o'clock in the afternoon when you hit a wall. So can't recommend that enough. It's like a passion fruit green tea. Amazing. Um, second, we have Pad Thai. Oh fuck. This is going to make me want Pad Thai now. I have been really, okay. I've really been in a Pad Thai era since the fall, if I'm being honest, but recently it's really picked up because I found a good Pad Thai place near me, which before there wasn't really one that I liked. And so I've been getting Pad Thai all the time. I, it's it just hits so hard. There was a Pad Thai place in well a Thai food place in vermont when i went to vermont you might recall i ran away to the mountains last fall for a month by myself and there was which is so random because i was staying in the middle of nowhere like literally a mountain town in the middle of nowhere population like six i don't even know i was staying in the mountains the town that i was staying in had two restaurants One of them was a Thai food restaurant, which again just kind of like seems random for like rural Vermont. Like, why is there a Thai food restaurant here? No complaints from me at all. And I remember I got Thai food the first night that I got there because I obviously didn't have any groceries or anything. And I drove down this mountain to the Thai food place. It was like on the side of the mountain. And it was so confusing because it was inside of a hotel. So it was like so confusing because you didn't know. I didn't know how to get in basically what I'm saying is I ordered the food and I drove down there and then I like contemplated oh my god I don't know how to go into this restaurant I think I might just leave because I was so flustered I figured out how to go in thank god and I had gotten pad thai and it was the best pad thai I've ever had in my life it was oh my god it was so insane it was um run by this Thai woman she was clearly the chef and then her husband was the one like answering the phones and like giving people their orders and he was perpetually flustered. That man did not know any peace like at all. And I was there in the off season. It wasn't busy at all because it wasn't ski season yet. And I went there like four times, I think, <laughs> while I was there. Cause it was the best food. I went with my my parents and I got it when they came to visit. And I got it with Gretchen when she visited. And it is and then I think I got it on my last night there too. It was the best pad thai. Um, and then I was kind of sad and I didn't have pad thai for a while because nothing could compare. But recently I found a good place. So that was amazing. Um, you should really just, if you haven't had pad thai in a while, you should go get pad thai. This is your sign. Okay. Also pepperoni pizza and honey. I don't eat pepperoni pizza like ever, right? Because that's just, if I were to like go get pizza somewhere, That would not be the kind of pizza I would ever get. But I started putting honey on my pepperoni pizza and it has just kind of like changed my life entirely. It is the most amazing combination ever. And I did. I certainly did not invent it. Like I know this has existed, but it is just like the perfect combination because it's like so savory from the pepperoni. And then there's like a little sweet drizzle of honey and like you put it on when it's hot. So it just like kind of melts into the pizza. It is the best thing ever, which also brings me to my next point. I found good vegan cheese, okay? (laughs) For those of you who know, I am dairy free and I had been looking for really a good vegan cream cheese. That's what, that's like the thing that, that's the void that I kind of need filled personally because everything else I just don't have cheese on like if if I have like a salad that's supposed to have cheese on it I just like won't put it on or like if I have a burger I just don't get a cheeseburger you know what I mean so it's like pretty easy for me to just avoid cheese altogether but sometimes we've been having um like homemade pizzas and so I got this it's just Violife which is insane because a lot of people say that that's like a horrible brand for dairy-free cheese but they have like shredded mozzarella and I got that And it melts so freaking well, which I had tried a couple of other vegan cheeses before that, and none of them melted at all, which was so annoying and disgusting. Also, this melts so well, and it tastes honestly better than regular mozzarella in my opinion, because I think regular mozzarella is kind of bland. This has like a little bit more flavor, and it is actually so amazing. And then I also tried the Vio Life um, cheddar cheese. I had that in a quesadilla, and it was amazing, and it melts super well as well. So. If you're looking for a good, meltable dairy-free cheese, get the Vealife shredded cheeses because they're really good. I'm also making um, I'm making spicy ZD tonight, like a spicy vodka sauce with ZD tonight, and I'm attempting to make the dairy-free version of it, which should be really interesting because there's like heavy cream in that. So I'm in the process of soaking cashews to make cashew cream. Fingers crossed that that tastes somewhat good. And then I have a Violife um, dairy-free Parmesan and I haven't tried that yet. So I'm hoping that that's as good as their other ones and that, that it melts pretty well. So fingers, fingers crossed for that. Okay, moving on. Sweet Lauren's cookies. These are fucking amazing. Sorry, this is another dairy-free thing. It's also gluten-free though. So if you're gluten-free, you might like this. I have been... I made a TikTok about this a few weeks ago actually is that one thing that I am like always craving since I've gone dairy-free is like baked goods or like pastries and it's so annoying because nowhere near me sells dairy-free or like vegan pastries really like there's some at Whole Foods some of them aren't even like that good though but also it's like I used to get crumble like every few weeks because it's just you're you're craving it after you have dinner you're just like I want a chocolate chip cookie right now and that just like really scratches an itch and for some reason there's just no dairy-free which also crumble should have a dairy free and a gluten free option, in my opinion, like that just seems like lazy on their part. But it was annoying, because then I was making homemade cookies, like homemade vegan cookies, which is fine. And they were like, really good. But um, sometimes, believe it or not, I'm not in the mood to just like fully bake a batch of cookies, like after I eat dinner. And so I googled to see if there was any good vegan cookie dough that I could just like buy and then obviously that's easy because I don't have to make it I just have to like throw them in the oven and I found this brand that they sell at like all the grocery stores near me um Sweet Lauren's and they're amazing they're so freaking good I got their just regular chocolate chip ones and they were like so quick and easy and they tasted they taste a lot better warm um I think when they're when they're cold or like after like the next day you can taste a lot more that they're gluten-free because they taste kind of like oaty oaty you know oaty oat ish you get what i'm saying um but they taste really good warm one thing i will say though is i had the double chocolate version because i was like oh my god i'm obsessed with these now they're also like really healthy they have like all like whole food ingredients which is awesome and I went to get the double chocolate version of them because it looked so good or it was like fudge brownie or something and it's just like a chocolate base cookie with like chocolate chips in it for whatever reasons those ones when I was baking them they did not spread like at all like they didn't spread out so they stayed in these like tiny little like clumps which like wasn't really that wasn't really it for me so I can only Endorse the chocolate chip ones, but they're, they're so freaking good. Also, just even if you're not dairy free or gluten-free, if you just want like a healthier alternative, like there you go, because they're really good. Um, okay, last food one is this blueberry smoothie that I've been making, which maybe I should have told you this earlier in the summer since it's now like the end of berry season, but it's fine because you can use frozen blueberries your own. So it doesn't matter. This smoothie is so freaking good. And I feel like I go through phases with smoothies where I'm like so obsessed with them. And then I'm like, I never want to have it again. I've been having this one consistently pretty much all summer and loving it. And I still haven't gotten sick of it. And it's so easy, which I love because half the time I see these recipes on TikTok for smoothies and it's like, make this, make this green smoothie. And it has like 45 ingredients. I'm like, that probably cost $150 for all all those ingredients. And it's just like, if you want to make something quickly, like a smoothie, you don't want to sit there and have to like measure out 45 different, like that's just not the vibe. So this one's super simple. I use a banana and then a handful of blueberries. And usually one of them is frozen. So I either use frozen blueberries and like a normal, a normal not frozen banana or frozen banana and, um, what's the alternative of not frozen fresh and and fresh blueberries um I was gonna say melted melted blueberries no don't use melted ones use fresh blueberries so have one of them be frozen so that way you don't have to put ice in it and then I use I use coconut milk you could obviously use almond milk or cow's milk whatever whatever you're into and then I do a scoop of almond butter and I've been using the Justin's um, vanilla almond butter. And that's literally it, which is amazing. Sometimes they do add like a handful of like chia seeds or I don't know, you can add in, you can add in whatever you want. You could add it in strawberries. You can make it like a strawberry and blueberry and banana smoothie. You can do whatever you want. But those four things, so simple. And I don't know what it is. It's like the combination of like the blueberries and the almond butter. It tastes so, I taste so good. I can't explain it, but you should really, you should try it out if you need a new smoothie. I don't know if anyone is in need of a new smoothie, but you, you should try that for sure. Okay. Um, moving on to the miscellaneous section, we have, this is just a whole, whole random group of things. First we have chrome nails. Now I know chrome nails became popular probably this time last year, if not, if not before that, but I was not getting chrome nails. Um, for the longest time for no reason in particular, just because I was like, I don't even know if my nail place has the chrome powder. Like I have no idea, but I started going to a new place that I saw someone else get the chrome powder. So I started getting it every single time I've got my nails done the past, like four or five times it's been with the chrome powder on it. And I love it so much. It makes everything just look so much more fun. So I had um, a light blue the first time I got it. And it just, it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. And it just makes it look like so much more fun. I don't know how else to describe it. Then I got the pale pink, which is like the classic, like pale pink in the chrome. I didn't like that one as much, but I also just like, don't really ever get neutral nails. So I think that was part of it. Then I got, um, lime green in chrome. So fun. And right now, the other day I went and got, um, this lavender color with Chrome on them and it just like it just makes everything so much better looking. So I don't think I'll ever be able to get it without Chrome going forward, which is kind of unfortunate for me. but I just if you are like sick of your nails or you like don't know, it's also just so easy because I know so many people get like such intricate nail designs and it just is like so easy because it's just like whatever color you want and then it just like spices it up a little bit. So I would highly recommend Chrome nails. Then I have a new pillow because I bought a new pillow and it has been kind of a game changer and it's something I don't think we talk about enough is like you should buy a new pillow. How long have you had your pillow? I've had had my pillow for like I don't even I don't even want to think about the last time I bought a pillow before this and I got a new one that is specifically for side sleepers because I do sleep on my side a lot more and it is the pillow itself is completely different than my last one, which I'm like, okay. So I was just like screwing myself over because it's clearly not what a side sleeper should be using as a pillow. And it is amazing. And I literally, I just got it at Target. It was like 20 bucks and it has made my life better just in general. It didn't, the first, the first night I definitely was like, oh, I, it was weird getting used to because it was rock hard. This pillow is like, a brick kind of but in a good way and it's also it's like um, memory foam or something I don't know it's just amazing so this is your reminder that you might need a new pillow like how long have you had your pillow and then you can just go to target and at target all of the pillows say like best for back sleepers or best for stomach sleepers or whatever and you can just get the best one for you and that's amazing and it just is such a game changer also if you don't have a silk pillowcase cannot recommend that enough that is also a game changer um, okay. What else? Oh, this is a primer that I've been using every time I do my makeup and it has been so nice, especially for the summer when it's been so gross out. Um, it's the milk makeup hydro grip primer. And I like so many people talk about this, but it's really, it really is worth it. And the other day I did my makeup, cause I had been, I probably had been using it for like months now it Was before I went, on. My trip in the spring so i've been using it for so long And then I think I just kind of like got used to it But like the whole point of it is like it's kind of like tacky when you put it on And so it like really is supposed to like hold your makeup in place like all day Which again is like great for when it's like really gross and humid out and like your makeup is melting off your face But i've been using it for so long And then the other day I just like forgot to put primer on I think Or did I use a different primer? I don't know what I did, but I didn't use that primer and my and it like showed like it showed and that's when I was kind of like okay this yeah I have to use this forever and always it is really good especially for days when you you have to just wear your makeup all day like you're you know you have a long day and you're gonna be you're gonna be booked and busy and moving around um that's definitely what you want on your face okay next up digital cameras I was with one of my friends we were at the beach and And my friend had a digital camera that she had had for like years, like since we were kids. And I mean, it's, it's been like, I feel like a trend on TikTok. People have been breaking out their old digital cameras, like just like the little tiny ones that you can like throw in a bag, which is so nice. So I'd been seeing it all over TikTok, but then I went to the beach with my friends a few weeks ago and one of my friends had this digital camera and she took these pictures that just came out so cute. And then she had this little thing that you can connect to your phone and you just put the memory card into that and it instantly uploads the pictures to your phone, which is also so easy. And I was like, oh my God, I need this in my life because I always used to have like a disposable camera with me, which is just like, so it's like, it is great, but it's also so not great because digital cameras are a expensive and then you have to wait first of all I would always forget it places so like when I was on my trip in like Charleston I was like oh I like I should bring it with us to dinner tonight and then I would just like leave it at the Airbnb and then I just would get no pictures on it ever which was so annoying and then also it's like okay great you fill up the digital camera and now you have to either like go to a film store or like a, a photo store that develops film near you or I would send it into this place And it's like, and then that costs a lot of money. And then you have to like wait weeks for it to develop. And it's just like, ugh, this endless cycle. So I got a digital camera on eBay for so cheap. And it's like in perfect condition. And I started using it this weekend and I had so much fun with it because it's like having a disposable camera with you, but it's not disposable. And then you can upload the pictures instantly. And it was just so much fun. And I also like how small it is because I have like a, I have a big camera, like a nice um, DSLR camera and I love it, but it's like huge and it's bulky. And so I, I only really take that when I like know I'm going somewhere really pretty and I want to like be taking, you know, good pictures, but it's nice to just have this camera to just kind of like throw in my bag and have for just like when I'm going out to dinner and it's like, you want to be able to take pictures with your friends. I love it. And I like can't recommend it enough. And it's so easy. I got the little adapter for my phone for the memory card and it uploads all the pictures instantly, which is so nice. And it's just, it's just perfect. So can't recommend it enough. Like I said, got it on eBay. You should, you should just go find a camera on eBay. Um, Pinterest. I've been on Pinterest a lot recently I'm just kind of having like a second coming of Pinterest. Um, it's just everything. It's just kind of everything. And I feel like with the the changing of the seasons kind of approaching, I'm loving Pinterest to kind of set the mood for me. And then also Poshmark. I've been on Poshmark a lot recently. And it's because I go from Pinterest to Poshmark. Like I find something on Pinterest that looks so cute, but it might look maybe kind of like vintage And it's like, I am not going to find something like that. On, I don't know, like Zara's website. Like it's just not gonna happen. And so I go on Poshmark and I've kind of mastered the art of searching for things on there, which is a game changer. And it has really helped me find like really, really cool things on there. So I also have written down vintage jackets because I bought a few vintage jackets from Poshmark. And it's just, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. And it's so fun to find things because you find things on there that like you literally could not find in any other store. Because a lot of the things I get are like vintagey, or they're from they're from a while ago, okay, and I love that because it's something that I know I couldn't find anywhere else, which is really fun. So I've been loving the Pinterest to Poshmark pipeline. Well, lots of peas there, anyways. I think that's it. Let me let me double check. Yeah, that's all I have for you. I would love to hear some of your favorite things. What TV shows are you watching? What food are you hyper fixated on right now? What are some random things that you're just like, I just can't live without this all of a sudden? I really want to know. Um, please, please let me know. Slide into the DMs. Let me know. Also, if you want to write in um, to the podcast, if you have a story you want to share, if you need advice or any anything else, anything in between, um, you can always write into the podcast. The link is in the show notes. It says, "Write into the podcast." Click on that. You can write it in. It's totally anonymous. I will probably be doing another listener write-in episode soon, so be sure to submit whatever it is that you you have to say that you want to get off your chest. And thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye.